At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, live at Bar Canada at the D, downtown Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson in for Gil. Kelly Bidlin with me on the desk. Excited to talk more NBA here in hour number two. And I did realize, uh, Kelly, blame it on my, my brain not being used to functioning this early. I did say the Bucks had the third easiest strength of schedule. That was wrong. Third toughest strength of schedule. So uh, if you, you cash the ticket on me, me uh, misinterpreting <laughs> the strength of schedule hey, uh, odds page once on the show today, as the New York Times would say. Yeah, we, you re- just, we regret the error. You just flipped them. Yeah, you just you just flipped them. It's okay. People are probably going like they wish they had the third guy's, easiest. This guy's from this guy's from Milwaukee. He's just trying to find every excuse in the book to get a Giannis <laughs> MVP bet in, help uh, help out his pal Kelly. No, that's not what I meant. Uh, we we, uh, we have a lot more uh, to discuss NBA-wise. Yes, Bucks with a difficult uh, schedule here uh, out of the All-Star break. And uh, speaking of Wisconsin guys, bring on our pal Nick Whalen. I love to have a fellow Wisconsinite here on the network. And Nick's been a uh, an OG here of our VEASAN guests as we welcome him back on a numbers game for the first time in a while. You see his work at Rotowire, Sirius XM NBA host as well. Nick, great to see you as we come out of the break. What is your take, at least on the on the Milwaukee Bucks front of this, where Doc Rivers certainly have made a lot of headlines over the All-Star break about the timing of his hiring, all the circumstances mm-hmm. around that, and where the team is at at the moment. Uh, where do you see this Bucks team going in their final 25 or so games in the regular season? Currently half game back of Cleveland for the two seed. Yeah, guys, it's great to be back. First and foremost, I mean, there's no greater thrill in my life than, than getting that text from Kelly Bidlin oh, yeah. asking me to come on the show. <laughs> I, I love it. It's, it's always a thrill. Uh, look guys, I'm souring on the bucks, man. I was, I was the bucks defender uh, in, in all of my Milwaukee sports group chats over the last you know couple of months. I was like, all right, pump the brakes here. Guys are going to be fine. I don't know if they're going to be fine, man. I mean, they're seven to one right now to win the title. I don't think I would bet that. I, I, I still think Boston is that team that has been by far the most consistent, the team that has the highest floor and the highest ceiling in the Eastern Conference. And you know, to me, there, there are two things wrong with the Milwaukee Bucks. For one, you know, they were they they have not received the version of Damian Lillard that they thought they were getting. You know, Damian Lillard has shot under 30% from three for well over a month now. We're talking like a 25-game sample where he's been one of the highest volume three-point shooters in the league and one of the least efficient 
three-point shooters in the league. And if you're sacrificing depth, if you're sacrificing arguably the best defensive guard in the NBA in Drew Holiday to bring in Damian Lillard, you need him to be one of the 10 to maybe 15 at worst best players in the NBA. And if you look at some of the advanced numbers, they would imply that he's like the 30th best player in the NBA this season. That's not that's not the bill of goods that the Bucks were sold when they made this trade. So first and foremost, they need Damian Lillard to start playing like Damian Lillard, or this is a team that's going to lose in the second round of the playoffs. The other thing is the depth guys. We, we knew they sent out, you know, Grayson Allen, Drew Holiday, obviously uh, as part of that deal. This is a team that just really doesn't feel like whenever somebody's out and most recently it's been Chris Middleton, all of a sudden it's like, man, we're, we're playing guys who are just not ready, right? You know, Pat Connaughton has not really taken that, that step forward that they needed him to. Bobby Portis has been fine off the bench, but he hasn't taken a step forward. They're, they're asking way too much of guys like Patrick Beverly and Jay Crowder who are well beyond their prime years. And, you know, players like Andre Jackson and Marion Bochamp, I like both of those guys. I was hoping to see more out of them. Doc Rivers historically does not love to play young players like that. And he's been hesitant to do so. Giannis is having an all-time season. And to me, as of right now, it, it feels like it might be going to waste. A lot of campaign minutes. A lot of campaign minutes is all I would say. I would say on that, uh, Nick. You know, as far as you're looking, maybe further down the board too, and uh, you know, Milwaukee very, very easily could be a team where those, uh, you know, the issues that they have finally do get exposed in the postseason, just like they had last year. Currently, 15 and a half on their their win total at the moment here in season. If you're looking at other teams in the East, though, with Cleveland having made a run, the other squads that have certainly been able to stabilize there in the East and could potentially be a really tough matchup for Boston come playoff time. Who would you look at if you're going further? down the board in the east yeah i you know i have a lot more thoughts on the west guys you know the, the east for me is it's really boston I'm, I'm really firm on the celtics right now you can make the case for the Cavs. obviously they've been you know the best team net rating wise in the east by a mile over the last month and a half i i think you know a lot of people look at the Cavs in the same way that they do the timberwolves and you're like all right this is fun this is a, a really sure. good team a great regular season team are we really going to pick them to to go into boston and win a seven game series Probably not. You know, I, I still think they would struggle even in a series against Milwaukee as, as down as I may be on the Bucks. I think the Sixers are the other obvious one, and it comes down 100% to when is Joel Embiid back? You know, if he if he's coming back for the first round of the playoffs with no ramp-up period, I think you're asking a lot. You're asking a lot of a guy who's been injured plenty of times throughout his career and who also has not played well in the postseason. I think that's the other thing with Philly is even if Embiid comes back and gets three weeks worth of regular season games under his belt, he has never shown any semblance of consistency or the same type of ceiling that he's shown in the regular season in the playoffs. So I, I still have a lot of questions about Philly. I have a lot of questions about Milwaukee. I think things are shaping up really, really well for Boston. I will say, you know, if you're looking for a long shot in the East, it's still Miami for me, guys. They're 35 to one to win the title. They're 13 to one to win the Eastern conference. I'm not quitting this team. I know they struggled right after getting Terry Rozier. I know they've had a bunch of injuries, but I still think this might be the deepest team in the Eastern conference outside of Boston. And obviously we've seen this Miami team make runs like this before. Can't wait for that. Uh, Milwaukee two, seven versus Miami. Kelly, it's going to get inevitable. Uh, I'm going to hate Nick and I will hate ourselves for that's that. It's going to be zero fun. That would, zero uh, fun no, no fun uh, whatsoever. Nick Whaler joining us right now. Outstanding senior analyst for Rotowire, also serious XM NBA host. So if you go to the West where it is definitely more wide open right now, your short shot is the Clippers at plus two fifty. How do you analyze where things are at odds wise as we head into this home stretch? 
The Clippers are really interesting. You know, I, I think there are the obvious caveats of is Kawhi Leonard making it through the playoffs? Is Paul George making it through the playoffs? Uh, you know, you could say the same things about James Harden as we just did about Joel Embiid, you know, one of the all time uh, kind of playoff no show guys uh, among future Hall of Famers. So, yeah, I, I mean, I love what I've seen from the Clippers. If you could guarantee me health, I, I think they are a team that could topple the Nuggets out West. I still think Denver is the safest bet. Um, but my, my Miami Heat of the West, if you're looking for that value right now, it's the Dallas Mavericks, 30 to one to win the title. I love what the Mavericks did at the trade deadline. It was a, a pretty quiet deadline overall. We saw a lot of role players changing teams, but I think Dallas was like the one team that really addressed exactly what they needed, which was beefing up their front court and maybe more importantly, just getting Grant Williams off of this roster in general. I mean, they had to mortgage their future to do it. I'm okay with that because they're one of those teams that is in prove to Luka Doncic that he needs to resign with us mode. So you got to do whatever it takes. I don't care what your, your draft situation looks like in 2028. I love the addition of PJ Washington. I love the addition of Daniel Gafford. They won six in a row heading into all-star weekend. And guys, we've seen Luka Doncic carry a vastly inferior version of this Mavericks team all the way to the Western conference finals two years ago. I think this is maybe the best supporting cast that he's had around him. So I'm not saying I'm picking the Mavs to win the finals, but if you don't want to bet one of those short shots, I think Dallas had 30 to one is the best value. Sure. Six game win streak uh, heading into the break now for the Dallas Mavericks. I occupy that seven seed in the West as we start post all-star break games tonight. And again, Nick, Nick, Nick Whalen joining us right now on a numbers game. Follow him at Whalen. Just substitute the L with the number one. Great, uh, great handle. He has, as we're talking all things NBA here coming out of the all-star break on ANG and the coach of the year race. That's a really fascinating one. Just odds wise, because you've got two coaches who have led wildly overachieving teams yet. They're in the same conference. They're top of the order on the odds board. And you're trying to figure out, okay, between Mark Dagnall at, at 2-1 to one or Chris Finch at uh, two twenty-five right now, what's the way to go? And is there another coach who could work their way in the mix with a lot of really good coaching jobs and teams who have come seemingly out of nowhere this season? Yeah, I, I love Coach of the Year, guys. I, I'm a Coach of the Year junkie, both for, for NBA and NFL. I think it's a really fun award to break down every year. I will say I'm, I'm not really fired up about betting Mark Dagnalt or betting Chris Finch right now. You know, it, it kind of feels like the narrative for them is, well, you know, one of these teams is going to win the West and, and maybe that's good enough. Coach of the year typically comes down to one of two narratives. It's either the best coach of the best team or more commonly, it's the coach who does the, the most with the least amount of talent. And I, I know you can make the argument that maybe Mark Dagnalt fits both of those criteria, but I, I think anybody who's paying attention to the NBA this, this off season, it's not a shock that the Oklahoma city thunder are a top three team in the Western conference, right? It's not like everybody was picking this team to, to be the nine seed. I think it's, it makes sense. They, they have, you know, a guy who's plus two ten to win the MVP right now. You know, they're getting great minutes out of Chet Holmgren. Uh, Jalen Williams has taken a step forward. Like there's plenty of talent on this team. So I, I don't know that Mark Dagnall's narrative is quite as strong as the board would imply right now. I feel the same way about Chris Finch. Obviously there's plenty of talent on that Minnesota team. I don't know that I'd really bet Ty Lu at plus 650 unless you think the Clippers win the West by a few games. You know, it, typically, if you get the best coach on the best team narrative, you got to win like 60 games uh, because there tend to be some other uh, better narratives out there. And look, there's a ton of talent on that Clippers team, too. It's like, are, are we really giving Ty Lu the credit for a team that has Paul George, James Harden and Kawhi Leonard? I'm not really sure. A, a long shot that I like here, guys. And this is one that, that I bet here. Jamal Mosley, the Orlando Magic. 48 to one to nice. me, this is a guy that fits the, he fits the doing more with less narrative better than anybody right now. And you want to talk about remaining schedules, Ben Orlando has the easiest remaining schedule 
in the NBA by a wide margin. Their remaining opponent's win percentage is 43.5%. I would also take them over 45 and a half wins, by the way. That's minus 110 at DraftKings. They just have to go 16 and 11 the rest of the way. They have eight games remaining against Detroit, Washington, Charlotte, Memphis, and Portland. They also play that bad Toronto team two more times. That's like 40% of their remaining schedule right there. So for Jamal Mosley to contend for this award, they need to probably get to the sixth seed, maybe even the fifth seed in the East. But I think that's feasible, guys. They're only two and a half behind Philly for fifth right now. Sixers have a tough schedule. Obviously, they don't have Joel Embiid. Jamal Mosley, I don't know if he wins it, but I, I can tell you a month from now, he's not going to be 48 to 1. Great. So you and Kelly Bidlin in lockstep. Kelly, you all over that uh, magic in-season win total over. Great stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick, in the last 30 seconds, any best bet you have for uh, the card tonight here as we come out of the break? Yeah, I'll throw out a few props quickly, guys. Uh, I'm looking at Jalen Brunson over six and a half assists. This has been one of my my pet props all year. Sixers are the second worst defense and give up the second most assists per game over the last 10 games heading into the All-Star break. Love that one. Uh, also looking at Trey Mann in Charlotte. Give me the over 23 and a half PRA for him. That's minus 110. Fantastic matchup tonight uh, against a Utah Jazz team that is basically in the bottom five in yep. just about every defensive metric. Great. To, hey, I picked him up in my 20-team fantasy league. Trey Mann, great pickup for me. Nick. Hey, always good to see you, man. Be well. Hey, great stuff, guys. We will have more NBA discussion still to come. We'll talk some college basketball conference odds as well as the NHL MVP market, though, on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey, check out right now the free VSEN daily newsletter. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz. In today's newsletter, uh, Bill Ady apparently reached Gil Alexander from a beach in Miami because people were asking about how to get his tennis picks while he's on vacation, which yeah. I found is hilarious. Yeah, um, but they found they found Gil, and uh, he, he he said he got a kick out of the fact people wanted the tennis place. So. 
Uh, Gil's had a good Dubai so far on the women's side. Okay. From yeah, what yeah. I'm reading in the newsletter, yeah, expert analysis and latest this morning, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going uh, Igor Sviatek in action right now uh, against Quinwin Zhang in the uh, in the Dubai Open. There, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Gil's got a bet on Iga. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some, something like that. Uh, Small giant, chance. That's true. Egan straight sets. I would, I would imagine she uh, won the first set, up six three. They're on serve there in set number two. I would, you know, not to put words in Gil's mouth. I would think he's probably got something. Tight. Yeah, I actually really have no idea. Go to Visa.com. You can uh, find yeah, that yeah, out yourself. That's a great yeah. point. Uh, Visa.com <laughs> slash slash subscribe uh, for all that. Uh, real quick, want to mention the we'll get into here conference. Uh, the conference regular season, some of these odds for the big conferences in college basketball. Real quick, Kelly, we didn't get to it in the opening block, but a really fascinating development as, as far as we're talking, you know, major market MVP is the Hart Trophy in NHL. And a big shout out to Jonathan Davis, who came on yesterday, gave out the not only the Austin Matthews anytime goal score yesterday against a reeling uh, Coyotes team. Matthews scored in the first period. He now has 51 goals, Matthews does, in 54 games. And his heart trophy odds continue to slowly trickle down. We kind of figured, and the point JD made was, as soon as he gets to 50, that number is really going to start to fall. As people understand now the historical significance of what's going on there. So he was around four plus 475, 5-1 yesterday when we had Jonathan on. Now today, after another great performance by Matthews, in a season in which he's on pace for 76 goals that would place him tied for fifth all-time in a single season... Uh, Kelly, he's down to, as we checked the odds boards this morning, in the plus 330 range. And you, sir, got a bet in on him uh, last night. Yeah, but first hockey bet of the year. I, I feel like I've usually got one or two uh, NHL futures I'm sweating out uh, nice. every season. But this is the first one I've made. Uh, and, I, yeah, I jumped in on Jake Hahn brought it up earlier in the week on the show when Jared Smith was uh, was in your chair. And we were talking about the same sort of thing. He was, at that point, at that time, he was like 7-1 to one still, I think. And he was kind of pointing out, hey, keep an eye on this. And he said, you may have talked to Jonathan Davis yet. Yesterday, he brings it up again. Um, you know, I need people like this to bring this stuff to my attention. Otherwise, I would have no idea. Uh, but yeah, like you say, you start just you just start digging into the historical numbers and significance of what you're talking about with this number of goals being scored. I thought it was too good to pass up. But like the, 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 that three to one range, um, I think a perfect time to jump. Uh, perfect time to jump in. So I took a small piece. We'll see what happens. Obviously, he's uh, you got Nathan McKinnon there and Kucherov up there and Connor McDavid all in that group. I think you know you could probably make a case for for any one of them, right? You got Kucherov and McKinnon well ahead of the others uh, as far as point totals uh, for them. It is kind of funny to look at Austin Matthews, like fifty-one goals, twenty-four assists. Like you're still, yeah. those numbers are like usually like opposite for a lot of those other guys. Like it's kind of it's kind of like you got thirty-six goals for Kudrov, fifty-eight like assists there. So um, I, it's gonna be a fun race. Nice to have a ticket, uh, a ticket in my pocket. I'll be rooting, uh, root go Maple yeah. the rest he, of the season. He just overcame McDavid last night, so McDavid now fourth on the odds board. Matthews surpasses him and has gone down as low as three to one now. Uh, as we wake up today, only. 14 players all time have scored 70 in a season, Kelly. Only seven have gotten to 75. So you're yeah, talking all insane. time. And I mean, most of those names are Gretzky, Lemieux, Hull. I mean, it is, it's the true icons and the greats. And you think, okay, how, in what world are you, you, you're going you're gonna to rob this guy 
of that that vote and that award were he to get there. That's why it's interesting now. We just wanted to highlight it here before it continues to drop. So I love that Kelly's already got some hockey sweats. Yeah, and we got, what, 28 games left for them, I believe is what yes. it is. So, yeah, I, I mean, you still got some time for this to play out. It's going to be, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'll be rooting on the Maple Leafs. Let's go. All right, Kelly Bidlin, big uh, big Maple Leaf guy. Also, real quick, you uh, you there was some NBA news that just came out that uh, caused you to make a uh, bet getting off a previous position. Is that right? Yeah, sort of. I, I, I know I brought up the I brought up Warriors bet earlier in the show. Um, the uh, just news coming down that that Paul Boncaro has been downgraded to questionable for the Magic tonight. So I had actually taken seven and a half with the Magic. Uh, I just bought off that. Apparently gotcha. now up to eight and a half. So you're smart that you got yeah, off yeah. that when you did. Yeah. yeah, I was able to catch it still seven. I mean, I mean, on the flip side, Donovan Mitchell is listed as questionable. Both of these guys with illnesses. So uh, maybe something to keep an eye on. You, you're always worried when you see one guy. I mean, usually you don't see it on separate teams, but you know, same team. You know how this goes. Ben, one guy pops up with an illness, and then you're scared. Okay, who else is sick? That they're maybe not even listed on the injury report, or where could it snowball from here? Always something you got to be a little weary of when you see someone with an illness. But um, with all that going on, look, it's so much we talk about it. We've talked about it on numbers game a lot, but so much of my NBA handicapping is coming down to to rest advantage situations and stuff like that. And you're not getting any of that coming out of an All Star break. It's really hard to. Find value, I think, in these first couple nights of betting, anyways. So I, you know, being picky, there's smaller bets for me tonight. Was on the Cavs, uh, am on the Warriors, but when you get news like that, it, sure, not much of an edge for it, not a huge bet for me, anyways. Just worth buying off and moving on. Was everybody hanging out at Vedanta Vallarta over All Star break? <laughs> right, yeah, maybe, maybe, who knows. <laughs> So, uh, some of these guys I don't understand. Like we yeah. like like Donovan Mitchell, LeBron James participating in All Star activities and then missing possibly missing games. Like okay, yeah, I, it will never not be uh, bizarre to me. And uh, that's just the state of state of the NBA. Uh, Warriors at the six point favorites now. Kelly getting that at five with the news of LeBron James being out for tonight. We'll recap all of our best bets here in the final segment. I do have a college basketball play for tonight, despite an otherwise uh, not all that exciting card in general. I have a play in the Conference USA, so we'll have that here to wrap up the show. Speaking of college basketball, Kelly, just a quick thought here on some of these conference regular season markets that are still up there now. And you talk about short window betting. Five games left for basically everybody in the college basketball season, at least for the major conferences that have already played once this week. The Big 12 is really interesting because, and, and the caveat here is you have to know the house rules. A lot of these situations, it's you know, if, if the two teams are going to tie you'll probably get your money back here. So that's where it becomes interesting. And you, know, you look at the Big 12, and Houston has a one-game lead right now over Iowa State. Houston 10-3, and three, Iowa State 9-4. and four. So you go, all right, what are the odds that Iowa State makes up two games in five here? And that's why the odds are plus 330. But I, I, it's interesting how some of these schedules bear out a lot more favorably for some teams than others, and that's why we wanted to bring it up because Houston has to go on the road three of their final five games. They have to go at Baylor have a, a home date against Kansas. That is a revenge spot for Houston, who lost a tight game uh, there at Allen Fieldhouse earlier this season and the undefeated home Jayhawks. But I mean, Iowa State has just a Charmin soft schedule here down the stretch. Three of their five games are at home. Only top 25 team they have left is BYU at home, who has been much worse on the road this year in Big 12 play than at home. So I just wanted to bring that up because we suck so much about the bubble markets or the NCAA tournament futures markets. But this is yet another way to attack it and Iowa State, a team that's been top 10 in overall defensive metrics all season, is sort of that perfect team, Kelly, that's equipped to have a lot of regular season success, but you don't have a ton of confidence in them making a deep run because the offensive consistency just is not there. They don't have the go-to scores you can really count on in the crunch time. 
and yet they fit all the molds of a really good regular season team. So I wanted to bring that up because plus 330, I feel like the odds of them at least ending up as co-regular season champs with Houston are really, really good. Yeah. And if you're giving me at least that, you know, there's at least a puncher's chance of them actually winning this thing outright. And plus 332, big of a number there to ignore. Yeah, so yeah, that's another one. You know, check check your house rules. But I, I, I know you're talking about the short runway left with games, but that is kind of one, one of the things that you can have in your back pocket, know in the back of your mind that you do have some push protection or dead heat protection a little bit if that's what if that's what happens if if they tie. You know, knowing that you have that, if you're going to play one of these dogs uh, or, or even one of the favorites, that can give you a little bit more peace of mind too exactly and as far as the, the tiebreakers it gets really convoluted because iowa state and houston have split their two games so you know then you're getting into the the very deep divey conference tiebreaker stuff and so and that's where it's still not even those tiebreakers aren't even decided yet so it's not like you know making this bet okay one team has the tiebreak if you are betting at a book where it has to be whatever team say gets the one seed versus if it's co-regular season titles is there a, a dead heat on that which is always is you talk about kelly it's always very amusing so, so does each conference handle that differently? Each, each conference has their own setup. Yeah. Wow, okay, I did not know that. Wow. You know, at pretty much every conference, you're going to be head-to-head. Right, yeah, But, yeah. Bi- like, Big 12, it's like, it, it basically goes, I think Big 12 does it where it's winning percentage against the neck, the wins against the next teams in order wow. of the conference standing. So let's say KU is the three seed. So, but there are there are some conferences where you could have a co-regular season, you, yeah. you, know, cha- I mean, you know, champion or whatever. And Big 12 will crown a co-regular season okay. champ, but they have to, you know, there there is a very, very deep divey way in which they do the, you know, the auto, the number one seed, actually. Oh, okay. okay. So that's, for the number that's one what seed I'm for saying the for the actual tournament. conference gotcha. okay. yeah, They aren't going to crown a champion that way. Um, so that's one other thing to keep in mind. You know, they, <laughs> that's what I was. I was like, man, that seems like a lot of work just to figure out is. who wins a regular season crown when they're going to go play a conference yeah. tournament. It, but I get it for the seeding you need to exactly. do that. Yeah. So the, and they don't have the you know the other one that's interesting too that people would be surprised at is the WAC. I do games for the WAC in postseason. Well, the WAC went away. They have a a, a resume seeding system now to determine their conference champion. It's kind of like they use the Ken Palm. They use the Ken Palm Bart Torvik all the advanced metrics, which I think is really smart because you're a small conference, right? Mm. You're wanting to give your team. Your your team's the best chance to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Now, it's irrelevant this year because Grand Canyon in that league is by far the number one team going forward. But let's say if you're betting that, people might look just look at the Ross standings, but it's they determine their conference champion on a resume system. It is not just based on the standings. So yet another uh, element of this. The point being, there's a lot of ways to bet college basketball and a lot of nuance, especially when it comes to these in-season markets, especially in the regular season. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation here on a numbers game. Dive into college baseball with our pal, Matt Grissom. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball or college baseball, for that matter, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming college hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. Visit VEASAN.com slash pro to subscribe today. That is VSIN.com slash pro. We are giving the people what they want, Kelly, here each of the next two days. College baseball talk season is underway uh, arguably the most media coverage nationally that college baseball and most interest in general we've ever had in college baseball uh, with such good talent now at the top. And as a result of that, we're going to talk in earnest college baseball each of the next couple of shows with Matt Grissom, our pal from NCAA Insiders, who joins us uh, right now, a guy who I feel like I always have a 50-50 shot of running into at Legacy Club whenever I get off the elevator, Kelly. It's like <laughs> It does feel like that, doesn't it? I'm pretty sure of the times I've been at Legacy Club, at least half, I've gotten onto an elevator and I see Matt just standing there. 
Uh, which is always great. Always a nice surprise. It popped up over here at the Dia yeah, uh, just day. a month or two ago. Yeah. So most most notably, the last time was at Stormy's, I guess, reception. Yes. And I said, oh, I didn't even see her. And Ben said she was wearing white. <laughs> and I thought, good job, Ben. Thank She's wearing white. I mean, I, I factually yeah. correct, Matt. I, there might have yes, been a few. Yes, uh, absolutely. That's very yeah. thorough. You know, when the G and T start flowing, you know, you start just going on autopilot yeah, yeah, yeah. mode. So that may or may not oh, you know, have been I, a tell me. I've, Yeah, legacy's got uh, my number. No doubt. Uh, so Matt heading to Dallas tonight where the Dallas really become the home now of the early season college baseball. I was there last weekend calling games. Matt, you'll be there uh, watching a lot of the big name teams this weekend as well as uh, there's the tournament as well. Next weekend, I'll be back there uh, next week here. So just early on as we take the, the really macro picture, because a lot of people are kind of getting into this and saying, OK, what do I need to know? about the season in general here with the way that the popularity has grown. And now there are so many more expanded markets. We have odds to make the college world series. Now, in addition to the futures, just in general to win it all in Omaha, uh, where, where would you start? If you're looking at a better who's coming in saying, okay, help me out. I need to figure out the lay of the land in college baseball as it stands today. What would you tell that better here? Just trying to get involved here and get their feet wet. Uh, I mean, I think people that watch VSIN know, Baseball is one of the flukiest sports there is and college baseball's no stranger to that as well. But surprisingly, it's a very chalky sport. You look back at the last 10 national champions, they were all preseason ranked in the top 25 and nine out of 10 were preseason ranked in the top eight. Of course, the top eight teams at the end of the season go to Omaha where they'll compete in a double elimination for the College World Series National Series, which we saw LSU beat Florida in last year. So, I mean, when you're looking at outside of Coastal Carolina in that 20, what, 16 season where they were preseason ranked number 23, it's all the top eight from beginning to end, even with Ole Miss kind of falling off. I think they dropped out of the top 25 when they won it. Uh, they, they fell out in week eight, and lo and behold, the aggregate came back and, you know, they're preseason number five. They ended number one in the country. So you, you want to look at those long shots. You know, if you, if you love to beat your chest and say, you got a lot of CLV on, on a value dog, you know, we did it with Campbell last year. And unfortunately now with the transfer portal, it's kind of all power five driven. And I think you're yeah. going to see more and more of it uh, year in and year out in college baseball. So the unfortunate thing is if, if there's a team you like on the board, you're better off just kind of waiting until they drop a series because most of the time you will. I mean, you've seen uh, Tennessee already lose a game. Wake already got upset. Uh, Arkansas lost one of four to uh, James Madison. Vanderbilt doesn't look very good. So right now, the only teams that I would consider value plays that I think their number just continues to drop would be like your Oregon State, Clemson, maybe TCU. I know they got a big scare. They they may be the luckiest team to be three and zero after that weekend. But yeah, you know, it really just boils down to pitching for me. That's where I like to anchor every bit yeah. of my handicap around a team. But then you look at like Oregon State right now. They've got nine guys I think batting over a thousand OPS, which is super impressive. And me as a Razorback fan. Very concerned to see how Hagen Smith responds Friday night when we take on the Beavers. Yeah, Arkansas, Oregon State, one of the headline games there in Arlington. It's a Globe Life Field this weekend as Matt Grissom joins us right now on a numbers game. You and I have a very similar approach where it is you know, most of these teams, not to say they can't all hit, but they all can mash right up and down the lineup. 
the differentiating factor is the pitching. And can you find a can you find a rotation of weekend starters that can carry you into the postseason and a bullpen that's got enough depth to get you 27 outs? As you take a look at the landscape right now of those teams that are going to be contenders uh, once we get into May in the postseason, who are at least bettable here to to make a deep run. How do you handicap the teams with the best staffs just in general right now on the pitching side? Well, we're still compiling a lot of stats. I mean, we, we have a very small sample size. Like I said, Oregon State looks really good on offense. Florida, we don't really know because they had two of their games rained out after dropping that upset in game one. I, I don't think Florida makes it back to Omaha now. I, I don't think Cade Fisher was ready to be the Friday night ace, which replacing guys like Brandon Sprout, Hurst, and Waldrop, it's a tough task. Wake Forest, they look legit, but is there any value at taking them seven to one? They may be a team that doesn't drop a, a series all season long in the ACC. So that may be, you know, the best number that you can get them at. But we saw LSU last year, you know, they were around seven to one at this time of the season. If you waited, I think once Omaha started, you could have gotten them as a, a plus, I think 12 to one or uh, 11 to one. But for me, I, I like Oregon State. If they beat Arkansas, I guarantee their their odds get slashed again. They've already started dropping. And then TCU. I think TCU is very young. And uh, Kirk Sarlis has got a really good team there. If they can figure it out, you know, they had some magic last year running through the Fayetteville Regional. And then they got blessed to be in the Indiana State Terre Haute Regional. But TCU's got some guys that can pitch and They've got guys that can hit as well. So uh, TCU, Clemson, Oregon State, those would be some that I, I may look at sure. placing a future on. I, mean, I had TCU 40-1 to last year after opening weekend, and they looked really bad in the regular season, and they found, you found their strength. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 really, right. yeah, that's really kind of the theme, though, Matt. You talk about SEC and Big 12 teams. Those leagues are so deep. It is very easy to have midseason swoons and all of a sudden find yourself maybe not necessarily on the bubble to actually get in, but to, at the very least, and not have your odds reflect all that favorably. So if you're looking, you know, look at SEC, for example, where six of the eight favorites on the odds board to win it all reside in the SEC. What's a team or two in that league who, let's say they get off to a tough start in conference play, you would feel comfortable in taking a shot on a longer number if that slow start were to happen? Yeah, I mean, that's what happened last year with South Carolina. They started slow and then they started clicking. I think their biggest surprise was when they beat Paul Skeens on that Friday night start. Uh, with Noah Hall, I think, was the starter for South Carolina. But you just have to watch the season. This is a very volatile market. I mean, a $100 bet swings and drops lines. It's, it is very sensitive. So all you need is your favorite team to drop a series throughout the regular season. And I guarantee you, you'll get some you know, more value on their money line to win it all. I, I will in admit, this, uh, yeah, the thing too, Matt, you know, I'm, I get so close to the sun on this because we, you know, we talked to all the coaches, we know all the roster super intimately and and that's where I find myself. I, you know, I'll naturally look at that 40 to 61, 60 to one range teams that are ranked to start the year, kind of like you talked about, who I just think the upside is really, really good. And, you know, I know Texas Tech just got blasted by Oregon State in a midweek game, but I came away really impressed with that team. And you know, talking to their head coach, Tim Tadlock, he was saying you know, they don't have a lot of stars on the pitching staff, but they are really, really deep. And it kind of reminded him yeah. of previous College World Series runs. That's a team at 60 to 1 right now. I'm, I'm at least looking at what do you make of teams like that who might not be the sexiest? They might not be high on the odds board, but uh, do you agree that a team like Attack has at least the upside to be a group that you will see in a regional and be live to at least make a super, if not uh, Omaha in general? 
Absolutely. I mean, Texas, it's hard to pitch out there in Lubbock. I think you may reference to that out uh, last weekend, but you look at you look at the Big 12 as a whole. Texas doesn't look like they're going to have Tanner Witt this year. They're, they've got LeBaron Johnson Jr. I don't know what they're 25 to 1 right now. Their pitching is still a question mark. Pitching for Texas Tech is a question mark. I know Zane Petty and Kyle Robinson, they've got decent stuff. I I just don't know if they've got enough to make the push through, you know, a super regional against the SEC opponent or whoever they end up facing. That there's a lot of good teams. There's no great teams this year. So I think you have a lot more parity. I do think Wake Forest will be dominant, but you know, you could look at a team like Virginia, who I think has a lot of experience as well in the ACC. Uh, you could move on down the board and and look at a Coastal Carolina. That's a mid-major yeah. that can really swing the bat. The Killer Bees, I think they've got four or five guys that bat double-digit home runs from the last name B. That's going to be a fun team to bet a lot of overs on this year and just to keep an eye on because if if there is one mid-major that I feel like could click and, and make it all the way to Omaha – it's Coastal Carolina, and yep. their pitching was always a question mark. But here, you know, over the last few starts that they've had, they've been decent. No doubt, and it's also a way you can bet this not just in the overall futures market, but to make it to Omaha. Coastal Carolina four to one. A team like Texas Tech is six to one, where it gives you a little bit shorter window there to potentially get off and uh, you know monetize that ticket. Matt Grissom, always a pleasure, man. Great to see you. Check out their show on NCAA Insiders. They do a great job breaking down college baseball. Great to see you, Matt. Enjoy Dallas this weekend. Hey, thank you, guys. And we will have more college baseball discussion as well. I'll get into some of my favorite uh, futures bets tomorrow on the show. So give out our best bets. Wrap things up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. numbers game on vsin the sports betting network this week on DraftKings sportsbook new customers can deposit five dollars and get a no sweat bet up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet loses download the app and use promo code vsin when you sign up DraftKings sportsbook the crown is 
yours. A huge thanks to our guest today. Great stuff from Matt Grissom on the college baseball. Follow him at Grissom on X. Forgot to mention that when he was on with NCAA Insiders, Nick Whalen, Senior Analyst for Rotowire. Great stuff on the NBA. And of course, Tim Murray, host of Prime Primetime, joining us on the college basketball, uh, Kelly. So, yeah, thanks. You're helping me out here, man. Filling in for Gil. We've got some uh, top quality guests. This good has been stuff. fun so far. Yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. And uh, hopefully uh, all the college baseball fans out there enjoyed that with Matt. We'll have yeah. him on. Uh, sure, you and him on multiple times here before the season yes, wraps up. Yes, I'm sure. And I'll, I'll go through some of my, uh, my favorite teams just early on in the season. Uh, I haven't made any any bets yet. Unfortunately, here in Nevada, you know, like last year, I got lucky because we had there was one book who made uh, a a gaff on uh, it was like their technical side. I'll I'll say in the Super Bowl, and so everybody got multiple pretty significantly sized free bets. Mm. And then they also offered a pretty good college f- baseball futures board. And I was like, all right, this is the perfect elixir for me because most most of the odds boards are very limited here in Vegas, and they don't the odds aren't any good. Right. So it was kind of the perfect combo last year to make some futures bets, and it worked out because DCU was forty to one, and they actually make it to Omaha. And yeah. you're like, Sweet, here we go. Um, and then hedging became a whole other challenge because it's double <laughs> elimination. And I uh, I'll admit I was I was you know I didn't really make much off that, but it was very tough, uh, and I could have easily lost had I you know had they kept winning the elimination games that I was hedging him against I, I thought anyway. that was a I thought that was an interesting point for Matt too about the about the power five teams and, yeah. and with the with the transfers and just maybe you know like the Campbell story from last year and just maybe not being having the opportunity with some with some teams like that going forward I think, I think it makes a lot of sense those top guys they, uh, they get snapped right up I mean they really do once once you get uh, into the portal even some of the you know the lower-rated Power 5 teams, uh, their best players will get snapped up by the behemoth teams like a Tennessee or an LSU, some of these other uh, other top guys as well. I'll have some more college baseball thoughts tomorrow. For now, though, uh, our best bets as we go out today, Kelly. And uh, NBA-wise, we're back. We've got action tonight, and you've got uh, you've got some plays there on the card. Yeah, I got one. I was was on the uh, Magic right. earlier, but we talked that, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah, I kind of bought off that situation. It looks like Do- uh, Donovan Mitchell was at a uh, shoot around for the Cavs this morning as well. So probably that's a situation where I think we're trending down, trending down for injury news with the Magic, trending up for injury news uh, with the Cavs. It's so ridiculous we're even talking about this. It is outside hilarious. Of the start yes. break. Uh, most of these we're going to bring up. I have brought up though their illnesses, which is. Kind of interesting to me. A lot of guys that were at All Star Weekend as well. So who knows? Maybe there was something going around. <laughs> I, I, I think it's it's reason like number seven though of why it, like you, you tread lightly when you're going going into the All Star break when you're betting the NBA. You tread lightly when you're coming out of it too for uh, the first few games. You just don't know where you don't know where guys are at. You know, in injury processes, right? Guys that are coming back from injuries again. The ones I'm talking about today are illnesses, but guys that are working through injuries. You don't know exactly where they're at. Maybe they've progressed a little bit further than you thought. You thought, I think that, you know, one of those situations tonight is Bradley Beal. He's questionable for the Suns, dealing with that uh, hamstring injury that we saw from before the All-Star break. Still a questionable tag on him tonight as they go into Dallas for a pretty big game out West. Like, that's a good example, right? Where I really have no idea where, where to even guess where Beal's at right now. Truly questionable. I think he had surgery for, it, for his uh uh, broken nose as well over the All Star break, which that part you know you would kind of expect 
mask and go forward okay with, but the hamstring probably a little bit more concerning. So I just something to keep in mind. There's always you, you get those, you know, you get the injuries, and then you always get kind of just the what's everybody's mindset, motivation stuff coming out of All Star break. Are you still mentally on vacation? Are you fully back to work? I think all of us that are just work regular jobs well know that feeling as well, right? Like you know, maybe you've been sitting on a beach the past few days if you're not an All Star, and now you're coming back. Uh, how prepared are you to go into game action here tonight? So just to, you know the pro tip PSA for kind of betting uh, uh, betting NBA out of the All Star break. Just tread lightly like you do going into the All Star break. Uh, great tip. Yeah, yeah always uh, always different things you got to account for. Uh, the one I am on tonight is the Warriors. I think it's still bettable uh, at six. Uh, we talked about this a bit earlier, but you know no LeBron tonight. Um, I was able to catch it at five as it was sliding yesterday as the LeBron news came, but I think it's still bettable at six. Talked about this number open three, three and a half for the Warriors, which I think makes sense. Um, Two teams that I have rated basically the same, uh, maybe a slight edge right now to the Warriors. So, Okay, it was three, three and a half home court. That makes sense. Um, and now you're talking only about a, a three point move for LeBron being ruled out. Uh, I, I would expect we're going to see this, but probably climb closer to six and a half, seven as the day goes on here. Um, so I think it's still bettable at six. But, uh, you know, again, it's, it's another one. We're straight out of the All Star break. Tread, tread a little lightly here. Yeah. But it, it's uh, I was a little surprised this number didn't move more with LeBron. I'm with you on that. A biggest move so far today is the nightcap tonight, San Antonio at Sacramento. That was Kings minus 11.5, but you just saw Kelly DeMonte Sabonis downgraded to doubtful. Another illness. Another guy, illness. And we're down to Kings yeah. minus 9. That's your biggest line move so far today. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, uh, that's a huge one, obviously, in that game. I think that that's. Uh, I'm going to be watching that one more from a prop perspective because it's going to it's going to change around a lot of different player you props. You naturally think Wemby on the props with no Savonis. Sure, Wemby, yeah. and then I mean, there's going to be other guys though on the Kings that are going to have to pick up the points. You know, the scoring, the rebounding uh, that Demonis Sabonis, uh, you know, often supplies on a night-to-night basis. But yeah, I, you, no Sabonis there. Okay, it's going to open up things more for Wemby and those guys on the Spurs to be able to you know score inside, grab some rebounds. Just statistically, what Demonis Sabonis. Uh, accounts for on a night-to-night yeah. basis for the Sacramento Kings is, is is massive to say the least. So those numbers have to be picked up by someone. Hundred percent. Yeah, your biggest move so far tonight with and you understand it with no Sabonis there in the lineup, two and a half point move on that one. One college basketball play for me tonight. Not the most <laughs> excitable card ever in the world, Kelly. But let's go to Conference USA. We've got a good old-fashioned revenge spot, and it's not just simply because one team lost to another team earlier in the season. But in the offseason, New Mexico State hired longtime Sam Houston head coach Jason Hooten, who was there 13 years as head coach, 19 years overall, started out as an assistant there for the Bearcats. And Sam Houston and New Mexico State, they were in the same conference in the WAC. They each left. They went together to Conference USA. So both teams, as a result of that, pretty much with complete rebuilds, they started over on the roster. Jason Newton brought over some guys with him from Sam Houston State, including one of their starters at point guard, Casey Eziagu. And his former, uh, the guy he mentored, his former assistant, Chris Mudge, now took over as the Sam Houston head coach. You have a ton of familiar variables there. Uh, the former coach now playing against his old team, who's coming to Las Cruces, taking on New Mexico State. And because of the fact both teams are so super young, Kelly, and they've had a lot of roster turnover, you get teams that have really struggled away from home, which makes sense. And they have been at their best when they are in home environments. The home road splits in the Conference USA are nuts this year. New Mexico State is 5-0 and on their home floor in conference play. They're 0-6 on the road. Like the splits could not be, could not be greater so far this year. And they come off a three-game losing streak. 
all of which were on the road. Now you get a Sam Houston team who comes in 6-0 and at home in Conference USA play, but they've been really bad on the road, 2-3 and three in league play. I point to that on the Sam Houston side is the fact that they foul a lot, and when you aren't getting the whistles on the road, the fouls have really tended to pile up on Sam Houston. They're 224th in the country in defensive foul rate. And New Mexico State is not a very good shooting team whatsoever. So they basically try to play football on the hardwood. They crash the glass, get into the paint, make it a dirty, ugly game. And I expect New Mexico State to do that as well tonight in a revenge spot. With all that being said, you would think New Mexico State would be maybe the slightest of favorites, maybe a pick them or so. And yet they open as a one or one and a half point underdog. So I went ahead and grabbed the Aggies uh, with the coaching against his former team angle, as well as a team that likes uh, to get dirty on the glass and get to the line a bunch against a team who fouls a lot. New Mexico State plus one tonight in Conference USA. I like it. I was with you there for the first half of that conversation, and then I had to figure out what the hell a Bearcat with a K was. <laughs> uh, which I don't even know what a Bearcat with a C is, but you got the Bearcats with a, with a K going on, too. Okay. Yeah, pride of Huntsville, Texas. Uh, and, so, and as a result of that, the, and it was... You know, New Mexico State two years ago had a really good team. They were the 12 seed. They won a round in the NCAA tournament. Sam Houston was really good, and it kind of turned into it's so it's so funny. We always talk about you know these rivalries now in the current age of college basketball, where teams are switching conferences all the time. This has weirdly become sort of a pseudo rivalry. Huh. There will be a there will be a packed house tonight at the Pan Am Center in Las Cruces. There is no love lost between the two schools when you have the one coach who leaves for another school, a member of New Mexico State. Uh, they had to fire their coach. They shut their program down because of a hazing scandal mid-year last season. So they bring in this guy from Sam Houston who was, was great awesome. there, yep. and he has started to turn around. It's going to be a long process, but he started to turn around that Aggie program. Uh, so who doesn't love a little home dog in conference? Uh, ben, if I've said it once on this show, I've said it a thousand times. When Sam Houston and uh, New Mexico get together, throw out State. the record books. Okay, New Mexico State, thank you. Yeah, When those two teams <laughs> get together, throw out the record books. Doesn't matter. Does not matter uh, whatsoever. That's what we'll go with on the card tonight. Not a lot to choose from, but I, I uh, like the spot. Little home I like dog it. I like there. it. All right. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what's with like me. I don't know what's with me in the state of New Mexico. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, yeah. Wow. I bet on that Colorado State New Mexico game last night, and uh, we covered there. So. Get, you getting paid on some of those big uh, Albuquerque <laughs> tourism dollars there? Yeah, I love the airport. Albuquerque, great airport. <laughs> great <in> airport. <laughs> uh, do some. I do arena football there once a year. Love my trips to Albuquerque. <laughs> great place. Gotta love the pit. Home of the uh, 82 National Championship game that we all remember. 83. Uh, ben, fi- final five seconds. All. What's your favorite yeah. airport? Oh, uh, Dubai. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, wow. Oh, wow. Awesome. Walk off. Fancy Walk answer there. Off. We're done. A numbers game. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.